The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now you're welcome back to the Hard Shoulder. Emmett Oliver is my name and it has been another extraordinary day. How often have we set it down in the special criminal court where, as you know, the Hutch murder trial is taking place and in the witness box is former Sinn Féin councillor Jonathan Dowdell. I think I believe it's his third day in the witness box and he's been giving extraordinary evidence. All of this, of course, relates to the murder of David Byrne at the Regency Hotel in 2016 and the man who's been following this and tracking it through is Ireland's author, crime journalist of The Monk, The Life and Crimes of Ireland's Most Enigmatic Crime Boss, and that is Paul Williams of the Irish Independent. Paul, good evening and thank you for joining us here on The Hard Shoulder. Amazing day once again. It doesn't seem to disappoint the the level and and the impact of the evidence. What has Jonathan Dowdall been telling us today? Yeah, hi Emmett. It is certainly riveting stuff and they call this the gangland trial of the century and it certainly is that. Um, where we are at the moment, we're in the third day of Jonathan Dowdell's uh, being in the witness box. It's the second day of being cross-examined and that is very robust and uh, there have been very, very intense exchanges between himself and Brenda Graham, the, the senior counsel representing uh, Jerry Hutch. Now, of course, the, the, uh, the, the whole purpose of the cross-examination, which will go on for quite some time, we understand, is to attempt to discredit and undermine Dowdle's evidence against Jerry Hutch and portray him as a self-serving opportunist and a liar who is basically falsely placing Jerry Hutch at the centre of the Regency conspiracy basically to save his own skin and that is, uh, and which has been put to him on numerous occasions, is that he was originally uh, charged with murder himself but they wanted to get out of the murder charge and therefore become a state's witness. One of the interesting details to start emerging today is is that uh, Dowdle feels very aggrieved against the Hutch family, particularly against Jerry Hutch, that there is a genuine enmity there, one would say, or uh, certainly um, hostility on behalf of John Dowdle, uh, Jonathan Dowdle. And he basically, he articulates that in that he says he was set up. Remember, he, the reason he's involved in all of this was that he, his father was asked to, by Patsy Hutch, uh, we're told in court, um, who was a brother of Jerry Hutch, to book a room in the Regency Hotel, which was then used by Kevin Murray, uh, an IRA man from the North who was a member of the hit team in the Regency Hotel and he stayed there the night before. And basically Jonathan Dowdle says that by virtue of that he was set up uh, and that the Hutches ensured that they put him in the frame for this crime and compromised them. And at one stage, uh, Brandon Graham put it to him that he was he was actually, by replacing Patsy, he claims that Patsy Hutch met Jonathan Dowdle uh, on various occasions and that it was not Jerry Hutch and that Jonathan Dowdle's deliberately replaced uh, Patsy Hutch with Jerry Hutch in his narrative. Um, and he said, uh, look, he said, Jerry Hutch put himself in the frame. And when he mentioned this about, when his defense mentioned this about Patsy Hutch, he said, look, sure, he's prepared to throw his own brother on the on the bus as well. So, uh, and he says that I, he kept, he, it's become something of a mantra for him uh, throughout this. He said, look, I was not involved in murder. I am not, I, I didn't commit murder. I wasn't involved in any of this. And he has said previously as well that he didn't realize when he became, took on the role of what Brendan Graham describes as the good Samaritan. And he tried to, to negotiate or to get people to intervene, the provision, the, the IRA, dissident Republicans in the North, to get them to intervene with the Kinnahans and to put this to bed. Um, he, he says that he believed at that stage that the, the Hutch family were completely innocent. And what he told us yesterday and uh, was that he finally discovered that it was Patrick Hutch, Patsy Hutch's, uh, Patsy Hutch's son, uh, Patrick Jr., and Gary Hutch, who was subsequently murdered, that they 
together tried to kill Daniel Kinahan in 2014 and robbed four and a half million euros in a case from his house in Spain and that that was the real antecedent history of the feud and when he heard that he was equally angry and upset that he'd been pulled into all of this. He also told us today uh, Emma that he, he he was quizzed quite a lot about why didn't you talk to the police sooner and he said look I couldn't he was sharing a, a, a wing with Jerry Hutch which he claimed he was quite uncomfortable about and that he was very much under the control of Jerry Hutch and he was very, he was uh, terrified of him he said he couldn't tell Jerry Hutch by the way I'm talking to the police uh, so he couldn't um, basically go to the police and try and sit down with them and tell them what he knew at, at an earlier stage when he was in prison himself because uh, Hutch would know and that anybody in the prison system would know. He talks about when he got out on bail, he said that he got bail conditions were that he would stay away from the Hutch family and the Hutch associates, uh, but that he says that Jerry Hutch placed his own bail restrictions on him and told him that he was to be available 24-7 to his lawyers, as in the monk's lawyers, Jerry Hutch's lawyers, and he gave him, uh, Jerry Hutch gave him uh, his son's telephone number and told him to call um, his son. And then he said that uh, Hutch's son had called to his home on numerous occasions and the stuff, he says, was put through his letterbox um, and that he was very much, basically portraying to us that he was very much under the cosh, so to speak. Now, he, um, in relation to these tapes, you, re- you recall these incredible tapes, there was something like 10 hours of tapes played to the Special Criminal Court before, uh, and also some of them were played uh, to uh, Dowdall in direct evidence on Monday and Tuesday. Basically, these were taped, this taped conversation was uh, during t- recorded secretly on, on, on bugs planted by the Gardaí in Dowdell's Jeep in May, in March the 7th, on March the 7th, 2016, when they went to the North to meet dissident Republicans to talk about would they get involved and uh, mediate. And he says on that, he tries to, he said quite a lot of it, not very pleasant stuff that would not portray him in a very good light in that, on that trip. This is Dowdell. And basically it's put to him, you know, he, he, Dowdle continuously tried to play down what he had been saying. He said, "I'm saying stuff." Uh, he said, "I'm saying stuff that I think he, as in Jerry Hutch, wants to hear." I talk a lot when I'm nervous and uncomfortable. When there's silence, I just talk more rubbish. It's not an. Uh, it's not an. It's not an, an excuse. It's a fault. And he talks about like there was one thing. It, incident he spoke about where he was accused of shooting up his own uncle's home some years ago this is Dowdell and he described that today as lies and bravado and he says quote here people talk shite all the time they say stuff to make it more beefy than it is and I have to tell you I haven't listened (laughs) to those tapes Uh, one could not disagree with uh, Jonathan Dowdell that he is inclined to speak shite every now and again well well, I'll leave leave that one with you but uh, in terms of what else he's been talking about Paul he's been kind of the, the whole story of Republican dissidents or dissidents Republicans has been kind of weaving its way in and out of this story from time to time and the name of Pierce McCauley a very well known former IRA man is also coming up in this evidence this afternoon can you tell us much about that? Yeah this is a, this is also quite fascinating Pierce McCauley an infamous member of the provisional IRA he was, the, he, was a, uh, con- he was convicted he was part of the team that killed shot dead Jerry McCabe guarded Jerry McCabe and then had launched a horrific attack on his wife uh, some years ago on a served time now when he was in serving time, it has emerged today that uh, Jonathan Dowdle went to see him in prison. Now, uh, he was questioned about this by um, Brendan Graham, and he said that he went to see him two or three times, that he didn't really know him that well. But then 
Brendan Graham clearly had his homework done. He said, in fact, he had sent visited Pierce McCauley in prison. Um, uh, by the way, he's Dowdle then admits. By the way, he met Pierce McCauley through his involvement in Sinn Fein. But Brendan Graham put it to him that listen. On, you visited him 14 times between February 2015 and January 2016 and uh, Dowdle answered well is that a crime and he said Drenda said no but it is a crime to lie under oath and say that he wasn't friendly with uh, Pierce Macaulay and that he visited him and then he told us that he um, visited Macaulay to see could Macaulay put him in touch with these dissident Republicans in the North uh, to, so that they would intervene or mediate on behalf of the Hutch family with the Kinnahans. Um He also went to great lengths, by the way, to emphasise that the provisional IRA uh, were not involved in the Regency attack or any part of it. And okay. he kept emphasising that point. But he also went to lengths, uh, great lengths to disassociate or disconnect um, from Sinn Féin. Uh, now, he said some quite interesting things on tape, uh, a number of, which we heard a number of weeks ago, where he was talking about Sinn Féin and, uh, not helping the Hutch family, and particularly Mary Lou MacDonald not coming to the funeral of Eddie Hutch, Jerry Hutch's brother who was murdered, and he means, it says on all the support, votes you got them and, and, and the financial support or whatever. Now, he has gone to lengths today to disassociate that. Um, okay, that's an interesting, it's an interesting twist, all right, isn't it? Um, unfortunately, we're a bit out, a tight on time, so we're going to have to let you go for now but we'll hear more of this of course later in the week and it sounds like into next week as well based on what Paul is saying Paul is of course crime journalist with the Irish Independent The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from 4 on News Talk.